Hey guys, what's happening? It's Goran here, uh, back on a digital art cast episode. Um, this one is slightly different because we have a few things to announce and a new formula. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's give it a go and, and, and see how it gets on. Um, so yeah, um, straight off, this is a this is a new format, um, kind of different from the ones we usually do, where we would record. Um, an interview over something like OBS and then use Discord or Skype um, thanks to the, the glorious Backwater Bastards uh, especially Daniel um, Daniel Matthews, he actually recommended uh, this software that we're using just now called Zencaster where you can you can talk online, it records you and your guests or however many guests you have and then at the end it exports um, the, the files to separate waves or mp3s and uh, send you those files all separately so you can also uh, audio master them individually and, and get a better output so uh, a different format so we're kind of playing with it the, the intro you heard was a predetermined button that they have where you can just play your intro then cut it out it'll be the same with the outro as well we'll try and do it that way um yeah and experimentation we're going to see how it goes but the idea is to um kind of play with uh, a different format of recording, which would be more efficient, we think, than using the OBS uh, version we were using previously. Um, and also to talk about some changes coming to the ArtCast. Now, um, we're nearly two years old. Um, the ArtCast's kind of first couple of episodes came months before my first um, trip to London to go to Industry Workshops 2016, um, where my first interview also was also two weeks before that event. I interviewed Titus Lunter. Um, and then what we had originally done when we started the podcast is I was hosting it with um, Colin Ciro at the time and Colin eventually had to leave because um, his workload was just too immense and he didn't really have um, any extra time even at the weekends or weeknights because he was working so much so I just ran the, po the podcast myself for the last year or so year and a half and interviewed lots of great people and it was awesome but um, people have been asking for shorter episodes or episodes that don't focus entirely on interviews or maybe on different subject matter. So um, I was going to try and play with the format and my idea was to bring back um, a co-host or someone that I could bounce ideas off of or speak to in between interviews and who also could also do interviews as well and then contribute to the podcast. Um, so after meeting him um, in, uh, for the first time last year, uh, I've been on and off talking to this person um, and seeing his content on YouTube and his drive at the moment, it's been really inspiring. And when I approached him about um, coming onto the podcast to talk um, and possibly, you know, help co-host that he was kind of excited to do so. Um, so at the moment, we're going to try this format and see how uh, him and I get on, hopefully hopefully well. Um, but I'd like to welcome to Digital Artcast, um, Adrian Verlan. Hi, Adrian. Hey, what's up, Gordon? It's good to see hey. you. Good to see you. Good to be here, man. I'm, I'm yeah, so excited. Man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming I also got your surname correct because I always fuck up um, European surnames. So Verlan, is that right? Yeah, yeah sure. It's good. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's fine. It's uh, yeah. So it's always interesting when you get people on, and they've got uh, names that I'm not used to probably pronouncing, and then you're always like, "Oh shit, I hope I don't like insult them by no, like, dude, saying their name wrong." And, it's yeah, fine. It's, don't worry. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So Adrian uh has kindly agreed to come on and talk to me today, uh, and hopefully um uh, throughout the future we'll we'll talk to me more. Um, and yeah, he's also going to try and host some some talks, some interviews with people 
um, that we have coming up on the podcast. Um, a few names mentioned, but I, at this time, we're kind of waiting on people coming back to confirm if they can talk, um, which is also the thing why myself and Adrian, or why I asked Adrian to come on and talk, was because um, having to solely rely on interviews was obviously meaning that we were having to wait for people to get back, and if people are busy, then it's harder. So there would be large spells in between interviews and in, in between episodes. So um, these are kind of many episodes that we're trying to fill the gap, basically. So we're trying to put content out every maybe, I mean, two or three weeks. Um, maybe have one interview a month and then one or two conversations as well. So two or three episodes a month. Um, if we can do more, we will. But again, uh, between Adrian's schedule and my own, we want to make sure that we're not um, overloading our senses by... Yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always good to have like conversations of, on different subjects, you know, yeah, between yeah. interviews and so on. So yeah, it's cool. Definitely. I'm kind of an intern right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're teaching me every day, Adrian, definitely. Especially with... Um, Thank you, dude. I appreciate your, it. Your last uh, video, which you just put up recently, which was... I'll put all Adrian's links in the in the, in the, the show notes below. Um, but yeah, you just did a, a video on limits. Um, oh, yeah, was, you saw it. Yeah, which is it was awesome cool. to look at actually. Yeah, it's pretty um, simple. I mean, I it obviously looked way better in my head, but I I just <laughs> didn't have the patience to you know render like the image further. So I I just kind of focused on the main idea, which was limits and how most yeah. people perceive them. And I just want to talk about it a little bit, so I give it a try, and um, there it is, four minute, yeah. five minute video, and that was it. So you saw it well. I'm I'm glad now. Yeah. Glad to hear this. Yeah, 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 it was awesome, man. It was it was good. It doesn't have also, too many views. No, I know, but it's it's difficult on YouTube, especially yeah. with the art cast because we're trying to grow, obviously. But you know that it's not the content that people will tune into YouTube typically for. So yeah, you're almost um, hitting one thousand subs, right? Yeah, we're only oh, Jesus, like twenty subscribers away, I think, before we hit a thousand. Well, so super cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it takes but, it takes like. Like I said in my, in my video about limits, it takes a while to get that snowball moving, you know, rolling. Oh, yeah, 100%. Someone told me it was almost like, a, uh, I don't know how you describe it, but, you know, you'll hit a 1,000 subscribers and it'll maybe take you two years to do that. But then within six months, you'll hit five. And then within six months, you'll hit 10. Like, it, it does snowball. It it goes really quickly. I'm hoping that's the case anyway. But, um, yeah, there's... It sure there's, does. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult as well because I think um, probably why I'm wanting try a different formula with future uh, interviewees i want to try and make it so that we're not always going over the the standard template of how did you get started in the industry you know how did you do x y and z because i think there is so much of that content out there um obviously Mathieu kutiara um ash um you know ash thorpe and um i'm trying to think it was like podcast wise but yeah there is a lot of that content is already available so um probably we'll obviously talk about this in the future but looking yeah, towards those, those things have good and bad sides you know but i i recently figured out like one uh what's the name of this girl like the the art side of light of life oh yeah yeah well, yeah she i mean someone in the comments said to her that why is she always asking the same questions to everybody in the podcast and yeah. uh she her answer was that this way her audience can compare like can can contra make a contrast between every single uh guest she has yeah. because she asks 
exactly the same questions so they can know like yeah. how does how did this one start how did this one start? yeah and yeah. that's I, that's the thing but then of course uh, i mean this is a personal opinion okay but um it, it might be too repetitive perhaps i don't know sometimes we like we like things to be more um uh not so staged you know like more natural the flow like yeah. just like a conversation you know not always. yeah i i found that with uh um matches uh like art cafes the latest episodes especially the one he just sat down and talked with shaddy and um they just kind of just talked about art in general like just mm -hmm. the process how matches like anime stuff has been made how he's been finding that kind of stuff how shaddy's working with one pixel brush i didn't see the shaddy's um, one but but i saw the um, um this guy from ironclad um oh justin 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 yeah. Justin was, was amazing. Yeah. 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 He's at still to this day I feel so shit that um I got the chance to interview Justin mm -hmm. and this is the reason I'm using the software now. But yeah, we we had a really good interview. We talked for like an hour and a half. Um we talked about Batman v Superman for ages. It's, it's never uh, enough, man. I mean yeah. I, I met that guy in Croatia last year, but well I I'll I will get there in a moment because we're gonna talk a little bit about events, art events. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's a great dude. And I, yeah. I was having so much fun listening to him and, and Matei <laughs> talking. Yeah. In the him, and, uh, him and Spiridon seem to be on the kind of same level, um, mm -hmm. humor-wise and, yeah. and kind of attitude-wise, <laughs> which is interesting. They, they seem like Dude, uh, brothers there's separated. There's no from. way I can't laugh when, when I'm surrounded by them. Oh, man. Yeah, like um, Spiridon especially is, um, yeah, just yeah. Like every, every event you just, uh, you push yourself laughing he at some just, of the stuff. He just did says. a live stream on, on Facebook now and I, I was laughing alone here. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just—he's such a cool dude, and I just—I love how. Um, no, that he isn't a serious guy. He obviously does a lot of serious work. Like he just produced Firestarter. Mm -hmm. um, then, in fact, I'm maybe I'll link that below as well because that's a good uh, magazine for people to get their, their hands on. But yeah, he he put in serious work with that that magazine, and um, and yeah, um, outside of that, yeah, he is such a funny dude. It is it is comical when he's at events. You just can't help it. He has this energy where you want to be around him. You yeah, know, you want I, to. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, yeah, he takes things seriously, of course, but when he jokes, wow, <laughs> brace yourselves. <Yeah. laughs> I know. It's a... It's it's just a it's just an interesting guy because he's had so much experience and he's he's went one route and then moved to, to decided to do something else and um, yeah he, he's kind of at points the glue that binds the community together and it's it's awesome um, but yeah but the, obviously talking about Spiridon and Firestarter you know he is one of the key reasons we're talking about this but uh, as a kind of test for this episode I wanted to try and talk to something about you know the things that we've experienced and one of them was. Um, events and now I say events I mean industry specifically events um, so things like IFCC, uh, industry workshops THU um, I'm trying to think of Promised Land uh, shit, and Playgrounds there, there's a ton, I mean there is a good few in Europe um, even across the states there is, there's multiple, um, I mean last yeah, year there's a lot of them, I was checking their magazine I mean the, the online magazine Firestarter and yeah. I, I just discovered a new world because there there were so many uh unknown to me at least um events yeah. or just you know gatherings or meetings even those drink and draws you know thingies yeah i i, yeah, well, I just didn't know that they were here in madrid too <laughs> yeah i mean like and it's the same with uh with thu as well because they do so many um 
uh, what do you call it? They do so many the the meetups where people can get together in different parts of the world. Yeah, but I mean, I, I thought they were like you know unofficial, but they seem to be like a well thought thing. I mean, it's not that one friend tells another one and another one, and then then they come together. It's like they have their groups, their websites, or whatever. So it's real. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, because they just, I think the most recent one they've done was um, in Tokyo, Japan. And um, yeah, it looked like a, a proper, well put together um, uh, event where people, you know, were coming in and there was, there was, there was kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like merchandise, like there was teach you shot glasses and, and ah, right. yeah. stuff. And, yeah, so it wasn't just like a, a random meetup, there was an actual branding thing behind it. Um, so yeah, like it, it looked branding, really that, awesome. that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, the branding. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it looked really interesting um, to, uh, to to be part of those. And then obviously there is, uh, I mean, we have them in the UK, the drink and draws as well, where people make up and, and, and sketch. But yeah, these industry events are on another level where people obviously, like speakers, other huge artists come and talk and they do demos and you get to network with people and companies come to hire people. And, Definitely. Um, yeah. So I mean, like... I was going to say it's an interesting year for me. I've been I've been to industry workshops the last two years. We met at playgrounds last year. Um, Which and was then your this first art event? No, well, the first one would have been industry workshops in London, um, 2016. That was the because it was actually I, I'd been watching Anna Hollenreich, mm-hmm. um, who is a, a concept artist over here uh, in London, and on her stream, she had mentioned she was going. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, industry workshops. And I kind of said to her in the comments, like, oh, what is that? And she says, oh, it's an industry event where people get together and they do demos and talks. And I was like, oh, shit, that sounds amazing. Because at that point, I was just 2016, I was starting to take yeah. my art career seriously. Um, it's weird, I think it's only been two years now, but it's crazy. But yeah, so um, yeah, I basically looked up online. I was like, oh, there's still tickets. So I got a ticket and I went. Um, and that's where I met most of the people now who i've known for years um like i said i interviewed titus two weeks before the event and then i met him there with suzanne um helmig as well and you know then i met york for the first time um mike hill ash thorpe daniel obviously um god levi so many people there that now obviously i talk to on a daily basis indeed i mean Uh, those are the kind of things i i was mostly used to see online these guys and these kind of superstars, you know, of concept yeah. art. And then when I went there, I mean, the IFCC in Croatia was my first art event, first right. concept art focused event ever. So I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm really here. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> happening. And then, yeah. of course, you start seeing like those kind of heroes those idols you have those favorite artists you have they're there and they're giving you feedback while they're they're drinking beer with you and and watching your looking at your uh, portfolio and your sketchbooks and telling you things about themselves and how they got there and so on and pushing you further and oh yeah. man it was um overwhelming but on a good way you know it was like in a good way it, it was like when i got home i was still processing everything <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it was so no, I mean, much it's... i met so many people yeah so many names i 
I feel, I felt bad because I was forgetting and you know I was like at the moment no, I was the same man like I, I had no idea like, I'm like sorry I was what was your name uh, I just told no, you like oh, I'm sorry totally. <laughs> yeah because when I first went to industry workshops and this is my first ever event remember so I, I knew Anna because I watched her stream and I knew Titus and Suzanne through Facebook and, and art they had done I know Suzanne not known Suzanne but I'd known of Suzanne for years because um, a concert artist at the time, Florian de Gessencourt, he turned me on to Suzanne because she was doing a whole thing of how to become a concert artist. So I knew certain faces, and especially because I met Titus in the line, I kind of stuck close to him because I was like, I don't know many people here. This is my first event. I'm kind of nervous. Um, and then he was standing talking to York, was, uh, York Van Wilbergen was on my left, and then Mike Hill was right in front of him talking. I didn't know who York was. I didn't know who Mike, especially Mike Hill, who, and Mike is... Um, I'm going to ask this right enough, and this will be funny. But do you know who Mike Hill is? Uh, nah, no, no, not now. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, again, that's fine. But like Mike, at the time, I never knew was like a huge deal. Like he had worked on like so many properties. I think at the time he was working in Call of Duty, um, and he done a talk. Funny enough, he done a talk on Terminator Two at that event, and it was more about the storytelling aspect of it and how the hero's journey works. And he was breaking down each scene in Terminator, um, and how Cameron had basically, um turned each scene into like a kind of almost one for one of like there's so much foreshadowing so much storytelling that you don't see behind the scenes mm. um and it was one of the most it's actually it's on youtube for free i'll need to send it to you awesome. but, um because you're gonna watch the recording sure. yeah but um are, are really really interesting like i i usually like the technical ones because it's the first thing you you want to focus yourself on as a yeah, as a the technical i was like oh i gotta get better i gotta get better but i didn't know like what's behind that so the narrative side of design i was mm. missing that part and that's when these kind of talks you just mentioned come in really handy yeah and I but that was that the one. scary thing though is the fact that like i i was standing next to mike and like i was saying to titus Lair, like oh who is that he was like oh it's mike hill like you need to go see his talk that'll be the one to see this weekend and i was like oh shit like but you don't know and then obviously uh giles giles kettling like i met him as well yes um, I went to see his talk and that was when he started talking about Ashen Falls, like his IP that he was developing, you know, the horror story yeah, thing yeah, yeah, in the game. Yeah. And um and again that was the first dude that saw him and I was like, holy shit. And I met Nikolai as well, or Nico for the first time, Nikolai Lockerstein, who does the the Procreate art, like it does all his stuff on Procreate on the iPad. Um yeah, I saw so and, uh, many people using iPads there. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, like he have one right now. <laughs> He's been working on the iPad, doing art professionally for the last five years. And um, yeah, that was my first year seeing him as well. But again, it was so many people. And I was like, who are these people? Like, I've never seen before. And yeah. I didn't even know I didn't even know who Ash Thorpe was until I got there. You know what I mean? Like, and um, and who is Aaron Beck as well? Um, yeah, like just all these people that were huge superstars. And I was like, who are these people? Same, so, same like, here, man. I, I mean, I got there yeah. and I started meeting accidentally, like yeah. big people. And I was yeah. like, like my name is adrian what's your name like i'm you know and i'm like oh nice to meet you then i go home yeah and i find out they're fucking huge yeah <laughs> well you were saying this about fucking max berman like you exactly. met him at the event yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you were like oh I my had god this he's exact like a feeling. i mean i had him in mind right now when i was telling you this and yeah, yeah I, I was just sitting there next to him having breakfast with some friends i already knew and I didn't know him. So I was like, I'm Adrian. And, and he said, hey, I'm Max. How are you? How, how are you doing? And we started like talking and like, what do you do? I do my painting. What do you do? Uh, I do concept art for games. And 
then he goes in and like, yeah, I, I've been working for 10 years now. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow, yeah. Like I'm working for about 10 fucking minutes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, but it's interesting how long these processes take. And I think that's interesting that the events is that you learn this because I remember the other day I was, I was beating myself up about, you know, how much progress I've made in the last two years. And mm-hmm. then someone was like, dude, you've been fucking, you've been doing it properly for two years. Like it's taken me like, you know, 15 years to get to this point. And you know, another person was like, yeah, it's took me like six years so far and I'm just breaking in. Um, yeah, it does take, and that's the good thing I think about these events is you get a reality check because the guys who go up in these stages, you think they're superstars, but they're just ordinary people. And that was what struck me about the events is the fact that everybody was so friendly. Everybody had oh, exactly. a minute for you. Everybody- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. This is exactly yeah. my, my point where I was going to talk about now. So everybody seems so like really approachable, really friendly, as you said, and uh, you can openly talk to anybody and don't get that feeling like you're bothering someone or whatever. So yeah. this is the feeling I got there at, in, at IFCC. And I honestly, I, I had the same feeling um, at playgrounds. Yeah. And it's, it's insane, man. I mean, yeah, they, they, as you were, you were saying before that they probably had to climb this mountain first. So they yeah. didn't have like this, path already carved you know so it's naturally easier for some of us who are just starting now because because it's already done like a lot of the stuff like this is what shaddy usually talks about you know the have you seen that video like i think he's he's got it on 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 his gum road or something the law of increasing yeah but there's a trailer i think on youtube and it's it's insane man I, I, I like that kind of philosophy a lot because it answers so many questions I had, you know, like, how the hell do I get there? How are those guys so so good? Yeah, that's why you have people in their, their mid-20s mm-hmm. and, like, massive AAA studios because the information that's shared now is so readily available. Um, you could almost sit on YouTube for free and learn Indeed. things yeah. enough to get a job. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy how much information is out there. And that's when, look, I met Anthony Jones for the first time in, in Barcelona last, uh, well, a couple months ago. In yeah, non-stop, non-stop Ryan's yeah. event. Yeah. And in the talk he gave, he mentioned the time and effort thing, you know? Like, everything takes time and effort. If you want to learn something, you got to invest time and you got to invest, like, effort. You got to put in the hours and, and work. And it's really that simple, actually, but it's also the hardest thing, you know, because it's very easy to do something instantly. But what about holding that for maybe years till you get there? Yeah. That's the hardest part. Yeah. I mean, it's just the fact of these events give you a reality check of that you're not going to get a job Uh, this year. That's a good keyword. Yeah. But then come back next year and... And, and I mean, like, I know people who were going to THU for the first year and they were sitting down with the guys with ILM and, and you know, the, the companies that were there and they were saying, yeah, your stuff's good, but you could do X, Y, and Z that would make you more employable. Go away, do that and come back. And then they would come back 12 months later, show them the portfolio and be like, great, do you want to start next week? Wow. <laughs> that's 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 sometimes as, not as easy as it can be, but the, the process is streamlined in a way that... Um, 
it's not impossible to get a job in this industry. It just takes determination. And I think when you go to these events, what it does is gives you the reality check of, right, how good is my work compared to people who are working already? Look at the guys who are standing on stage doing demos. How close to my own work is their their work? Like, can I match them up? Um, I, I listened to Jake Parker's podcast, actually, Three Point Perspective, and he had a really good talk about um, a, an exercise he used to do where he used to get a square and it was separated into nine separate little squares. Yeah. And what you would do is you would put your artwork in the middle and round about your artwork, you would put artwork of people that inspire you or people you want to be like. Um, and then you'd constantly measure like your image in the middle, right? How close is it to the work that's surrounding it? Um, and that would be a good kind of gauge for I'm employable, I'm a able to get work from what i'm looking at sure. um, that, that was my question like in, in many of the art events i've been to like my employable what do you think look at my portfolio am i employable like well it depends yeah. dude what do you want to do <laughs> and you know <laughs> and that, I, yeah. those those keywords are 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 really good because what you said before about the reality check and so on well i've been i mean yeah. that video from jake parker about uh, the art of finishing things have you seen it? Finish not perfect. That one. Yeah. That one. Finish not perfect. That video yeah. was really enlightening, enlightening to me because I was always like just catching and never finishing. Like, what's finish? You know, what's a finished yeah. artwork? It depends on you, right? Yeah. It could be a sketch. It could be a highly polished image. But um, to me, they were always unfinished, you know, and I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to continue doing this because if not, I'm going to spend like hours and hours rendering this and I could do way yeah. more drawings doing, during that time. So I yeah. saw his video and I, I'm like, man, I'm going to go back to my <laughs> abandoned, <laughs> abandoned projects and I'm going to finish them yeah. just so I can have them. And but you talked about this in um in your art station challenge as well, right? Yeah, How you, yeah. This is well, why it was a it. good opportunity to you know um, get past these kind of mistakes I've been making so far. Yeah, because I was always like working on mostly you, you know those keyframes felt like more more like illustrations than actual concept art. However, I I try to put in so many techniques. I've been only listening and watching, but never tried them on on my own. So it was a good time. It was a good moment to try that out. And what I was going to say before, like when you said the reality check thing, it happened to me like, it's funny because I, I have two sides for this, you know? So this was the first time I was on an art event and I met, you know, Marco Djurjevic from Six More Vodka. Yes. Well, he was there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to book like um, a portfolio review session with him. And um, he was the first one I think I, I talked to, like from all the, you know, and what he said, he was not alone, by the way. He was with his, I, I think two of his friends from the same company. Right, okay. And uh-huh. um, what he said was that, um. So what do you want to do? <laughs> I like environments. And he's like, then why do you have characters? <laughs> well, because I, I made them and I feel proud of, I'm proud of them and I want to show them. Yeah, but I'm not going to hire you to make the environments then, you know? So yeah, what yeah. he said right after, 
really dragged me down for the rest of the day because I was so weak. You know, I was like really, yeah, really perceptive, yeah. really. So he said, listen, Adrian, you should draw more and paint less. All right. And I was, right. <laughs> I spent like the previous three months, four months only sketching, filling my sketchbook with line drawing. And he goes right. in and says that he never knew, right? He, I didn't tell him. Yeah. But that felt like, made me feel like shit for a few hours. I was like, I, I just yeah. want to go home. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I, I realized, you know, he's right. I, I should push further and harder. I should work more. And I suddenly came back up and I started talking to people again, like asking for more questions, more feedback. Like, do you think I should draw more? Do you think that they like, they like, yeah, you should draw more. Of course, there's never enough of yeah. that. And oh, yeah, yeah. then on this last event, I went to Barcelona nonstop. It was kind of a different feeling because I was there surrounded by high level professional artists and i was oh, yeah. like um what can you tell me what advice can you give me on my current work like look this is what i do this is what i've done so yeah. far how can i improve mm -hmm. this and yeah. they were like uh anthony jones for instance <laughs> i will always remember oh, this yeah. he was like making this face like saying yes and looking at my work yeah and he's like yeah man your work is good man What do you need? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, how, how would you improve this? And he's like, well, it's pretty good, man. I mean, what do you want? Specific feedback or something? Yeah, well, the head of this character could be tilted this way, not the other way, and, and so on. Like, mm, really yeah. tiny things. And mm. then he said something that really stayed with me for the rest of the trip. Because he said, so you're working? And I'm like, I'm not working right now, but I, I've been working in, in a in an indie studio for two and a half years. And now I've been like one year focusing on only getting better and improving my skills and so on. And he's like, well, then maybe the only reason you're not working yet is because you're lacking connections. You're lacking contacts. And I'm like looking at him, staring at him in the eyes. And I'm like, that's why I'm here. And, <laughs> yes. and he says, well, then you're doing great. Keep going. And, yeah. And it yeah. happened, man. I mean, I got some some gigs from that event, and I was like feeling so realized, so so good that yeah. these events. I mean, are they are if you can if you have money and you don't know where to spend it, spend it on a trip like this. Yeah. Go to art events. Oh, oh it's the yeah. best investment yeah. you can do. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it's it's the interest of I have the opposite yeah. effect now in my career of where course. there are um, art classes, courses online, and all that, and then there's art events. They're a part of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, definitely um, the the problem I have now with going to because I've been to so many events in the last couple of years is the problem I have is the opposite now, where especially with the art classes that have so many contacts, um, but. I lack the talent or I lack the, the skill set, the technical skill set to, to land work. So like we're kind of an opposite end of the scales because obviously you have the talent and technical skills, but then the networking side is a I bit less. I guess it depends on, on, yeah, what, on what do you invest your time on? And yeah, it, totally. it's all yeah, about that. balance, I guess. Um, 
Yeah. I, I don't think I'm I'm quite there and I, I'll never be for myself. Obviously, you always want more. But, no, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I've improved a lot. And I didn't feel this way when I went to Barcelona. And when I was there yeah. and everybody was telling me the same shit. This, so I'm sorry for that. <laughs> the sa- same same stuff, you know? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, fuck, it was too late. <laughs> Great time. Oh fuck! And never mind anyway. So fuck. Okay, no matter. Fucking anyway. So <laughs> great timing, Gordon. Okay. <laughs> so when I was when I was there, everybody was telling me the same, and I I started to. I know it's wrong to say this, but I started to feel validated somehow. And what I'm saying is, it's wrong. Well, because from the first moment you're starting to do like whatever art. You're already yeah. part of a community, right? So you're yeah, yeah. already validated. And um, I was there and I'm like, okay, so I'm good then? <laughs> They're like, yeah, man, you could be working right now. We were waiting for it. I'm like, yeah. oh, God damn. Okay, guys, yeah. thank you. So th- yeah. this is the stuff those these kind of art events do to you, you know? That's why I yeah. value them so much. I, I really appreciate those kind of things. And I'm really glad I went, like, because I was, like, a little bit afraid, you know, to, it was actually the first time I went alone on a trip because I had nobody else to come with me. Not even friends who wanted to visit Croatia or whatsoever. I, I didn't ask for it anyway. And I went there yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know anybody. Well, I still, yeah, I, I, I do know some some people from Facebook and so on. And I'm about yeah. to meet them in person. And I remember uh, Jort, Jort, he he told yeah. me uh, that, dude, I'm looking forward to see you there and so on. And I'm like, this guy is telling me this. Are you, are you, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> All right. Now I feel really validated. So it's, it, it makes yeah. you feel like you're part of it, you know, and, and it's true what, what, what they say with IFCC. I think they are, their slogan or they, their line was, was something like, Here's the, I mean, IFCC is the place where all voices are heard or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but right. something like this, you know, and I truly yeah. felt that way. I was like, holy shit, is, isn't it amazing to be here and talk to your favorite artists, meet new people while you drink beer and what, whatever outside and have some interesting talks. It was insane. And I... I met them again in the next one and then in the next one, old friends, new friends. Yeah. It's always yeah. cool, man. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it was, it was interesting even last year uh, in the short show of 2017. Um, and, uh, as soon as I walked up to York, he was like, Hey, and it, cause he's talking to some random people and it was kind of the start of the event. People were just catching up and I just went to walk up and say, Hey, York. But like, as soon as I didn't even get a chance, he was, he just grabbed me and he was like hugging me. I was like, Hey, this guy, this guy right here, watching man, he'll fucking, he'll want to get, you want to get an yeah, interview with he's you. He's really like, yeah, pushing you're... everybody forward. Like, Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like even just seeing people like, uh, Cornelius, um, like who just, I hadn't seen in a year and he was like, Oh man, he run up and he hugged me. I was like, Oh shit. Like, it's just, it's for a lot of people, I know people who go to these events who don't even go for the talks. They literally just go to catch <laughs> yeah, up with people. Me too. Um, yeah, I, I, which I, is crazy. So, but I yeah. went with. Do you remember Kevin, my friend who was with me? Uh, he had a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, the editor yeah. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. He's he's done. He's the, he does titles now for the show. Like he does the, the lower third stuff and yeah, that. And exactly. Intros, so. He's now creating something new. Like 
uh, I think he's making a website for himself or something like that, like an online. Yeah, he was sending me his, his reel last night. Exactly. Have a look over nah, it, yeah. That's so, what I mean. It's so cool, yeah. man. Well, yeah. he was like, yeah. I'm going to go with you, Adrian. And I'm yeah. like, sure, dude, you should come. I mean, don't get um, intimidated by the fact that it's a concept art event, you know? Even though you don't oh, use yeah, concept, yeah, totally. you could be an animator and go there. You could be a three modeler, or whatever. You go there and you're creative. Yeah. You go there and you yep. get back home completely fulfilled and, and you know, your batteries filled up again. It's it's really yeah. it's a really good and amazing experience and I I can't recommend it enough. Any other event. Oh yeah. And I don't know, for this year you say you're going to industry workshops, right? Industry workshops and my first year at THU. First year. Um, which will be yeah, I've never been to oh, I don't know Horse. why I thought um, you you already been there. I was going to ask you. <laughs> no. Because I, I, yeah, I've been yeah. asking no, some I've people never... about that event, uh, uh, THU. So uh, I had like two versions of it. One of them said that it's, uh, I mean, comparing it to IFCC, it's a uh, much more different event because it's much more serious. It's more it's highly business oriented or something like that. It's like more about networking and so on. And Uh then they said, it's not the same, man. Cause you go like, if you don't have a group already, you can't get into Uh a new one that easily. Like look at us right now. We were just standing, you know, drinking beer there in in Zagreb. And they like, look at us. We just hear standing by and, and talking and so on. And if somebody else comes right now and says, hi, we're going to open up and welcome him, right? Yeah. Then that doesn't happen there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and they're wow. like, no, people are really close. Like they have their own groups and it's really hard to, you know, meet new people or something like that and then then i had the other side of this which was the completely opposite opinion <laughs> oh shit, yeah. i was like yeah. i mean that's, that's, yeah, i've yeah. been told that it's a very hard place to get in and so no 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 who told you that that's that, that's completely yeah, I, uh, it's not true I, I think it's yeah so 100 percent. this is the thing that this is the reason i'm going to teach you and i want to go to teach you specifically because there are people who will sit and tell me. Yeah, it's always um, good. It's like always better to things. see it by yourself. Oh, 100%. Because people would give me the two sides of the coin, right? Either it was too expensive, there wasn't enough time with lecturers, and there wasn't enough uh, opportunity to meet other people, or it was the best event in the world, and why haven't you been the last three years? Like, so I was basically trying to go to say to myself, right, am I going to enjoy it, am I not? And then take my own opinion and then come back. Because, yeah, I mean... There's, there's positive and negatives to every event, of right? Like Nothing is perfect. Everybody's human. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would definitely say that one of the, the best events I've been to in the last three years has definitely been industry workshops. I know for a fact, having been there now in my third year this year, but Daniel and his team um, always get kind of passed with flying colors. People always talk really highly of his t- him and his team and, and Levi and that and the people who founded the, the event and how well it's run. And I know specifically this year, because it's actually the fifth year anniversary, um, they're going to be expanding. So there's now tech talks on stuff like programming, 3D mm-hmm. modeling, as well as as well as 2D stuff. So um so yeah, that's it's probably one of the more put together 
events that I've seen in, in the stratosphere of the, the stuff that's already going on. THU, yeah, again, I've heard a love-hate relationship. I've heard people who, you know, say that, no, I didn't enjoy it. It was too big. There was too many people or whatever. Or people are like, yeah, it's like one of the best yeah. events in the world. So it, it's, it's I the think the best one, event you right? get and it's it. the, like the, yeah. the most expensive one too. Yeah. Well, I mean, like expensive, it runs for six nights. So, I mean, like you've got to weigh up 13 hour days for mm-hmm. six days how much yeah, to you is that because it's you know long, I mean? it takes longer yeah, I mean, to i mean it's not a four day yeah. or three day um event it's a, it's a week. week so you know it's, it's nearly, something it's nearly, everybody takes yeah. into account when saying it's too expensive yeah. or whatever I, I would definitely say that thu is one you need to build towards like start small go to ifcc go to industry workshops and find your feet there find contacts find people you, that you can talk to and then move up um because yeah, the the smaller events always are more comfortable, um, and I mean I've never been to IFCC, but would you say that's the case with IFCC? Did you find it was quite like a close knit community? Of course. Yeah. Did you? I mean, obviously, because there's only a, I don't know, like a thousand people go to that I or mean, something like that. Uh, there's. There were three places, I think. They were not okay. all of them in in the same spot. I mean, they were all spread across the right. city, but. Um, right. they were pretty close, like I don't know, five minutes walking from each other. Okay, yeah, something yeah. like that. And um, of course, there, there's a main one, and then the other ones are there's a smaller one and a smaller one. But they're all cool. I mean, right. the one in which I right. I listened to Max Berman and Justin Fields was the smallest one and the most the hottest one too, because <laughs> it was oh, it was yeah. uh you know June. Yeah, in the summer. It was, it was yeah, yeah. Insane. It was hell, but it, it it was worth it. And what what I was going to say before about the when I said it, it's expensive, that's a very um relative answer. Cause you know, what's expensive? I mean, if I if I ask you right now for seven hundred euros, of course, that's a lot of money. <laughs> but if I say give me yeah. seven hundred now and you'll get like thousands back in time. That's uh, that's yeah. the story I heard from, for instance, Pablo Carpio. You know him? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I know Pablo. Yeah, exactly. the that, that, that talk was amazing. When he said, Well, I <laughs> I just spent my money wisely, I guess. <laughs> I had I had this much, yeah. and I said, "Okay, how can I spend this? I'm just gonna get some equipment, go to this event, spend it on a trip, and it's all about doing like the right steps." But you ob- you obviously don't know what are the right steps. You just do what you feel right, you know. So yeah, you you can find so much research yeah. online as well. Like if you wanted to know about these events, a lot of them have websites, a lot of them have videos up on YouTube already that you can look at before you go. So, and then obviously if you add one or two people from the events, then yeah, you can chat away about, um, about what you feel the events like. And yeah, there's no obligation to go, but it's like these, it's like the old MasterCard yeah, adverts exactly. used to have years ago where the price of this is this much, the price of this, but by then getting the emotional result is, is priceless. So it's the same, like you spend a lot of money going to these events. Don't get me wrong. It's not yeah, cheap. It's but like, it's you like will get some networking. books. You, also, you know, like like oh yeah, uh, you had Scott Robertson right on your on your channel. Yeah, um, yeah, Scott. We interviewed him last well, year. I yeah. had I have two uh, two of his books 
and one of them is uh, how to draw and the other is how to render. And those books are uh, technically not cheap, you know? But when you tell somebody, like, I paid 90 bucks for this book, they go crazy. They go like, really? Yeah. For a book? Oh, and yeah, you're like, yeah, but you, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how, how much it pays back that. in time, man. You can, there's a lot yeah. of time and, and knowledge contained in this book. Well, that's, it goes the same, I think, for, for these events. You know, They're, they might be expensive. Like, for instance, IFCC was not that cheap either. You know, it was like 400, around 400. And you could, you could get it with a discount for Black Friday, I think, or something like that. Because I, I bought it back okay. in, like, I don't know, seven months before. So, okay. Uh, but what they do to you is priceless. I mean, it's <laughs> what you get from them yeah. is, is amazing, man. I, yeah. I would 100% go back and, and still pay what they, they asked for and go back and back and back if I had the money. Yeah. So I'm, I teach you at the same though as well, because I mean, like they, I mean, people say that THU is expensive or fair enough. If you break it down, it's about a hundred euros a night, which I don't yeah. think is ridiculous, but they now have a system where if you've been to more than two events, you then get a, an automatic discount. I think it goes from 600 euros to 450, which is a huge discount. Um, and then obviously, so the more you're going every year, mm. then obviously the, the, the less better, and less you're going to pay. And I yep. think the cheap, yeah, of course. So, I mean, it, it, I, I think I would, I would hope actually industry workshops and, and the other guys might introduce a similar system, but um, what people also have to remember, and, I, and I'm talking specifically about, you know, Daniel and his team at Industry Workshops, because, you know, I have spoke to Daniel about this, but they put out the money and the tickets and then organize, you know, they spend a whole year organizing it. They get all the talkers across from all the different parts of the world. They set up the venue, all the desk and the lighting and all the work they do during the weekend to set all that up. They make no money off these events. A yeah, lot of the guys all, who run these events. Mostly all the times, all that money goes into the... Um uh the place itself you know to everything needed yeah and paying for people to come across plane tickets hotel rooms um yeah like it's it's a it's a fit of passion like people are doing it purely because they love the industry yeah, and i was, I was trying to make some numbers you know a... in my head when i was at barcelona and yeah. i i got to the conclusion that probably not all the money but probably all almost all the money they they got from the tickets they made there uh -huh. um, goes into probably renting that place in a center of Barcelona. Oh yeah, and it could be yeah. the same to any other event. And and it's yeah, it's definitely. really cool, you know, the, yeah. because this is a nice mindset. That's a nice philosophy and a nice way to try make something for the world out there, so many people can yeah. learn. Yeah, I mean, like definitely, I, I know Daniel and his team. Uh, sacrifice a lot to make that event happen every year um, and they do it purely for just the love of it because you know they're not getting paid for working all weekend and, and you know even with Daniel he'll not get to really sit and yeah. watch the talks he'll be but, running about know, with they, his team they do organizing it and stuff. they know they get way more uh, from it you know than what they give than yeah. what it costs them and I'm not talking about money I'm not talking I'm talking about the effort they put in their time and all that and then what they get from it maybe may not be money, but man, the human factor they got from it. Holy shit, that's that's insane. I mean, I felt this way when I went to all these events, like spending all that money to stay there, to pay for the event and all that. It felt like 
super yeah. well paid. You know, I would pay it again, and yeah. it, it, I got so much from it. Like a lot of contacts, a lot of motivation, inspiration, uh, things I never knew before, and plus, you you get to travel. <laughs> yeah, this is true. You get to see other parts of the world, and it's awesome. So yeah, man. Um, okay, so. I think we're going to wrap it here because we're approaching the 50 minute mark and I wanted to keep it shortish anyway. Um, but this has been a kind of an experiment. So um, thanks to Adrian for coming on He's and speaking to me. Um, you will, you'll hear more of him in the coming months, hopefully a lot more. Um, he already has, um, or hopefully has a, an interview lined up his first one. So um, stay tuned for that. Definitely. Um, Make sure to check out the podcast on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. Um, I'm going to try and work just now to to promote it more and try and get it on things like Spotify as well um, and just try and get the, the, the podcast out there. We're, we're only 20 subscribers away from um, 1,000. I would love if, if you guys could help share the podcast and, and let people know that subscribe. we're here and we're going to put more episodes out. <laughs> subscribe, subscribe. Um, I hate to I hate to sound like a, a broken record yeah, or like a YouTuber. Like you have to promote yourself. Button. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, totally. I, f- I feel dirty sometimes. Um, and also, uh, I-, I need to talk more about this with Adrian, but um, we do have plans to try and maybe start uh, a Patreon for the podcast. Um, if you guys want to um, find out more about that, just stay tuned again. We'll be having our video discussing that. But it, the idea is that um, the, the podcast would still be free. You can still watch it on YouTube for nothing. I wouldn't monetize the videos. And same with iTunes, you know, there's no payment plan. Um, but if you wanted to help us out and you wanted to support the podcast, there is an option to do that. It isn't mandatory. Um, just to help with things like covering costs for hosting, for recording. Um, yeah, because yeah, we don't do this for free either. But yeah, it would be nice if we got some some form of support. But again, it is totally optional. So um, more of that to come in the next couple of episodes. But yeah, check down the links below. I'll put Adrian's links in. I'll put a link to the Firestarter magazine and anything else we can find. And uh yeah, hopefully that'll that'll keep us to the next episode. Um, Thank you, seeing Adrian. Pleasure. And uh, yeah, man. And um, we'll speak again soon. Bye, guys. Bye.